Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. It's been a few weeks since I've done a solo episode and this week is a a kind of diary entry into some of the biggest learnings that I have encountered over the last month. I went to Uluru with my mother and there were some profound experiences and lessons and there were three key words that just kept coming to me. Every time I connected to Uluru, every time I connected in with the energy of the place, these three words just kept booming at me and it was all that came through. I shared this at the Adelaide Quantum Leadership Summit on the weekend and I wanted to share with you a bit of a snippet and an insight into the talk that I gave and just how profound those three key messages are and how they actually supported me even walking around the base of Uluru. So enjoy this week's episode, my top three learnings from visiting Uluru. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever. And a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10 minute tips and 30 minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune in to Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. What a huge few weeks it has been since I have spoken to you all and taken the time to record an episode of Relaunch My Life Radio and this is so overdue. I can't even believe it's the 1st of February. It is the start of a new month and oh my gosh, the last month has just been incredible. The last time I recorded an episode, I was midway through my uh, isolation in Perth ahead of my NLP practitioner training over there, which just went incredibly well. It went so well. It was such an amazing group and well worth the trip and the time that I was over there. And you know, on reflection, it was so surreal being surrounded by humans after two weeks on my own. <laughs> and I have to say, like, the energy was so powerful on the first day. I lost my words a few times in kind of being used to being in human contact again. It was amazing. And, you know, on coming back to Adelaide, it's just been such a beautiful few weeks. I had about, you know, a week to get myself back and refocus. And it was during that time that Paul and I made the exciting decision to take on a brand new staff member who has started with us now, Jade. And she is just a beautiful asset to our team already and adding so much value. And we just couldn't be happier with the, the decision. And, um, and yeah, we know that, that, you know, really trusting, getting amazing people and trusting them is just such an important element and it just feels so right at this time in our journey so really really excited for that and then last week I had the absolute pleasure of heading off on a mother-daughter trip with my mum to Uluru huh Wow. You know, I knew it would be special for a number of reasons. You know, number one, Uluru has been on my bucket list for, I would say, 10, maybe 15 years. 
And I never prioritized it. I have to say, you know, I prioritized overseas travel and there was always something else. And it did feel like Australia is just always here. So I would do something else. But with this beauty of not being able to travel overseas, it narrowed down our destinations and Uluru was just the absolute perfect choice. We had initially intended to travel there in June last year, but when lockdown happened, our flights were cancelled. And so we postponed to January this year. And, you know, a lot of people remarked, oh, it's going to be so hot. You know, it's low season. It's not the best time to be there. But it was actually so perfect. It was so perfect because we flew into Alice Springs and we got to explore some of the creeks around there. There was Ellery Creek and also Stanley Chasm and just the beauty of the different terrain and nature and environment and plants and everything that we had to experience. And then we drove down to uh, to Uluru and to uh, stay there for three nights. And the first night, you know, we were so tired because we had driven down from Alice Springs, but we had booked ourselves in for one of the Sunset Camel Tours, which, you know, initially we weren't sure if, you know, it was kind to the animals or if it was maybe a little bit cheesy, but honestly, it was one of the best experiences. The camels were just adorable. They had these beautiful big long eyelashes and there was something so so special almost like Egyptian you know about walking through this outback on these camels being led you know one by one through the hills and then as we rose on one of the final hills as we came up over the hill as sunset was breaking over Uluru we got our first glimpse of the rock and of Uluru in such beauty in such a beautiful setting and it was literally jaw-dropping it was just incredible absolutely beautiful. And, you know, I think it was really special to be there with my mum. You know, some of you may know that my mum actually completed my NLP practitioner training back in June last year. And, you know, I think it's, it's really given us this sort of mutual understanding and respect and level of being able to relate together with one another. Like we've always had a very special relationship, but I think that has, um, that's really sort of strengthened it in different ways. And we actually also found out that we share the same human design. We're both generators. And if you haven't listened to my podcast with Amy Ruth from last podcast episode, I definitely recommend you dive in there and learn more about that because it's so fascinating. And it was really amazing to learn that because we do get along quite well, well, very well, and we are very similar in so many ways. And it was, it was interesting to kind of know our human design types because it was amazing energetically on the holiday together. We both kind of felt like doing things at the same time. We both needed to recharge at the same times. Like it made a lot of sense and it's no wonder that we're pretty good travel buddies. (laughs) So one of the highlights I want to share with you, you know, and and I hope that this is okay, that I'm just sort of sharing something really personal that, that I just, I feel like I have to share, you know, there's a couple of highlights that I want to share with you. And the first was we drove out to Katajuta, which is the uh, rock formation and it's Katajuta translates to many heads. And there's basically these different boulders, which are about 20 or 30 kilometers away from Uluru that are actually taller than Uluru and you can walk through and between the boulders and it's sort of known as more the feminine energy whereas Uluru is known as more the masculine and so we drove out to Katajuda one morning and as we started driving out rain started falling and we were completely underdressed you know shorts and t-shirts and hats and that's it and the rain started pouring down and yet we persevered we'd gotten out there and we wanted to explore it and so we walked up to what's called the Valley of the Winds. 
and the rain was just gently you know cascading down on us and my mum went and found a spot to sit and contemplate and meditate and I went and found a spot to sit and contemplate and meditate and then as she was sort of off in the distance I felt myself being called to start to sing I felt song come through me and it felt like that's what you know traditional custodians and elders had done on this land it just felt right to sing and so I started sort of gently humming so that I wouldn't disturb my mom and I started like singing a little bit under my breath some of the kind of songs that I know from cacao circles that are really beautiful and then my mom finished her meditation and walked over to me and you know there was this real vulnerable sacred sharing that happened where I said to my mum you know I feel like singing would you like to sing with me and I taught her a few of the songs and we sat there in the rain singing and I have to tell you I just started crying you know like I think there are moments in life that you will just always remember and for me sitting in that space and just sharing from our souls and our heart you know and singing in this rain it was so funny and it was so perfect and beautiful and just you know a real special moment that I know I'll treasure forever you know I'm I'm really it's not a morbid thing but I am very presently aware of our mortality and I know that you know, in all relationships, one person always leaves first or dies, right? And so I know that there's going to be a time in this reality where either my mum will be here without me or I'll be here without my mum. And yet what is alive within us both forever is that memory and that experience. And oh, it was just really, really special. So <laughs> oh, the next day we decided to explore Uluru and we did sort of the base tour and it was really special because obviously the chain has been removed off Uluru now that you can't climb it, which to me is very symbolic. And I actually have zero desire to climb it. To me, I can appreciate something without having to step on it, right? I didn't understand why the need to climb it. And so we were exploring the rock and we went on about an hour walk of some of the kitchen caves and there are actually caves in Uluru where there were ceremonies and teachings and, you know, things like that. And, um, and my mum, you know, had had enough. It was quite hot by that stage. It was nearly 9am, but I really decided that I wanted to walk around the base of Uluru. And it's about, I think it's about a 10 to 12k walk around the base. And they say that it should take about three, three and a half hours. But I was, of course, determined to do it a little sooner than that to try and beat the midday sun. So I set off with my coconut water and water and lollies for glucose and, you know, banana and that sort of thing. And I set off on this walk. And and I have to tell you, it was about 45 minutes in that I started to get a little bit of heat stroke. I started to get a little bit delirious and I started talking aloud to myself and and it's so funny. I was talking aloud to myself and I was asking the rock, I was asking Uluru, you know, what do you need to teach me? And it's funny because just this weekend, Paul and I presented at the Adelaide Quantum Leadership Summit and we were given, you know, 40 minutes to be able to share with this group anything that we wanted to share. And I asked Uluru, you know, what does this group at this summit need to know? What do I need to share? And it was just three words that kept dropping in that I ended up speaking about on Saturday. Three words kept dropping in. And, you know, the first word that came through was this, this really powerful word, which I think we hear thrown about all the time, but, but it was the word trust. And, and so I started saying to myself, as I was walking, I trust 
that this is exactly the experience that I need to be happening right now. I trust the heat. I trust that I have enough, you know, supplies. I trust that I can get through this. I trust that I can walk around this in this heat and, you know, I trust this process and this experience. And as I started saying the word trust, I was visualizing the way that it's spelt. And then I saw this E drop in and I, and I saw the word truest. And I really pondered that for a moment that, that to trust to trust whether it's yourself or life or reality or your experiences or your lessons, whatever it is to trust that feeling of trust is our truest experience of reality. And, and that idea of trust and truest and truth, you know, really kind of swelled around in my psyche as I was walking and in my soul as I was walking. And, and it was then at that point that the second word dropped in and, and I go, okay, well, once you trust, and I really think trusting yourself on your journey is the most important thing. You know, you've got to trust yourself. And a lot of the time, if you don't trust other people, it's an indicator that you don't yet fully trust yourself because, you know, how we connect with and relate to others is a, is a reflection of the way that we're connecting and relating with ourselves. And um, and so, you know, on the weekend at this talk that I did, I spoke about the importance of trusting your path, trusting your journey and trusting your past and that the challenges and the obstacles that you have journeyed through and that you've overcome have been awfully designed to support your future and the trajectory and the momentum that you need into your future. And so it was at that point of realization that the second word, as I was walking around, Uluru dropped in and the second word, ah, the word surrender came to mind and I had to laugh because it was at that point that it was getting hot you know my arms were literally dripping with sweat and I'm talking aloud to myself at this time you know oh I surrendered to this heat and I surrendered to this experience and I surrendered to I had like a little you know callus on the bottom right of my foot that was starting to hurt and I was like I surrendered to this callus on my right foot and the strangest thing happened you know as soon as I said that the pain in my right foot went away (laughs) and I had to laugh and as soon as I laughed the pain came back and when I said it again I surrendered to this pain in my right foot the pain went away and it was just this fun dance that I was doing as I was walking and talking aloud to myself and and so it was at that point that I really had to go to the bathroom because it was about an hour and a half into the walk my mum and I had already walked for an hour before that I'd had a pretty solid breakfast and I'd been drinking a lot of coconut water and so everything was working except I didn't have a bathroom and there was no way I was going to you know use the nature near Uluru of this sacred land. I was going to hold that until I found a bathroom. And, you know, the the urge got greater and I kept saying, you know, I surrendered to this experience. I surrendered to the rock. I surrendered to this discomfort. I surrendered to it all. And literally, as I was on this full process of just letting go, of just being with, okay, I surrender. I let go to all of this. I turned the corner and lo and behold, there was a rest stop and about 50 meters away, a bathroom. And it was the best sight. I've honestly never been so grateful for a bathroom in my whole entire life. And so after I'd, you know, had my relief, I decided to sit and rest for a while because the heat was getting so strong. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to sit and I'm going to do some journaling in this shade and, and I'm just going to rest. And it was after I'd trusted that everything was meant to be happening and after I'd surrendered that the third and final word from Uluru dropped in. And it was the word love. And 
As the word dropped in, I heard in the distance the sound of children laughing and playing. I swear, I thought I was delusional. I thought I was completely hallucinating the sound of children laughing. And and they sounded like native Anangu people. It sounded like native Aboriginal speaking and laughing and they were children's voices and I thought am I completely have I lost it here what's going on and then as I sat you know with my pen and paper and drinking some coconut water and having a bit of my bar you know my 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 protein bar I'm like it's getting louder the sound is getting louder (laughs) and then before I knew it there were six beautiful beautiful children Aboriginal children from the Anangu tribe that live in the Uluru Conservation Park, you know, in Yulara, in that place. They actually live there, barefoot, come running across this space and come and sit down right next to me, surrounding me, asking me 10 questions at a million miles an hour. What's this? What's that? Can I eat this? Can I have your scarf? Can I have your hat? You know, just bombarding me with questions. And I just had to smile. Love, you know, it was like I'd called in this experience of just beauty and love. And it was just so, so special. I cannot tell you how special it was to be able to just have that completely unexpected experience. And one of the little girls, I found out her name was Yasmina. She said to me, can you walk me to the wa- to the waterhole? Because that's where we're walking. And she just had these beautiful big brown eyes and she reached her hand up to grab my hand and said, can you walk me there? And one of her brothers, Erwin, said, yep, come and follow us. We're walking to the water, watering hole, which was where I was meant to be meeting my mum after she was going to pick me up after the walk. And so I said, sure. And for about half an hour, myself and six beautiful children walked to the watering hole where they were going to swim. And in that half an hour, I, I can't tell you how much I learned. Like those beautiful children, they taught me so much. They were just divine 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 gorgeous children and so sweet I'm, I had a little photo with a few of them and they were just beautiful beautiful souls and it's something that the only word that I could use to describe it was that that vibration of love that I connected in with was what made me a match for that encounter and that experience and I'll I'll let you know you know given that it was low season at Kata Judah the day before my mother and I had been there completely isolated on our own for two hours before when we were leaving one man came to the track same thing at Uluru I walked Uluru base on my own and it wasn't until right before I was about to meet my mum after I'd left the watering hole that I actually bumped into one other walker you know so special so special so you know, so many learnings, but these three key words, that's all, all I got, you know, I was expecting to download all of this information. And yet all I got was the simplest three things to share with this audience of a hundred people on Saturday, which was trust, trust your past, trust your story. And I spoke about on Saturday, owning your story and the importance of owning your story or your story will own you. You know, your past is only what you tell yourself your past was and the way that you perceive it, the way that you're telling yourself your past is and whether that's empowering you or disempowering you. And so many people are replaying memories of the past and causing themselves to feel disempowered. And it's causing people to stop taking action and stop surrendering into life 
love. And, and so that's really what I spoke about on the weekend and it was received with such openness and yeah, it was an absolute honor to share my message. And if you were there, I hope that you took some nuggets of gold away from it and, you know, this idea of trust and then surrendering, surrendering to what is to surrendering to the current challenges, the current experience and knowing that you're equipped for it or you couldn't bring it to you surrendering that you know whatever is happening is happening and surrendering to the perfection and you know everything just is life is perfect it's just our perception that it's not that makes it not you know everything that's happening is always perfect it's just we haven't realized what's perfect about it yet sometimes we need time to load before we can realize the perfection of it all and then this last um, learning of love you know and how simple is that and remembering always that Fear and love cannot exist at the same time. And which one are we choosing? Which one are we choosing? So often people are focused on what they don't want. Oh, I don't want to upset this person or I don't want to be alone. But they're not focusing on what they do want with a vibration of love. And if we can really focus our energy on that, that's going to create more things in the future that we can surrender to and trust into and, and just experience love. And I would actually recommend, you know, any challenge, any obstacle, any situation you're encountering, just ask yourself, well, which one of those three do I need to access more of in this moment? Is it, do I need to tap into trust? Do I need to tap into surrender and letting go? Or do I need to tap into love? And I promise you, one of those three things is pretty much going to fix anything. <laughs> Not fix, but you know, uh, massage and let go of whatever's going on. So oh, it's been a big, big few weeks. And obviously that that summit on Saturday was just, you know, a lot of energy, a lot of beautiful people. It was great to meet so many new people in Adelaide as well. And a lot of, you know, people in our community and different students as well that have studied with Paul and myself as well. So it was really cool really lovely. And now we are preparing this week for our in-person master practitioner immersion. So it is just, you know, it's full on right now, but it's amazing because this is why I'm born. Um, this is, this is why I'm here. A couple of months ago when I was up in the Sunshine Coast, I actually had a, a gentleman in a lift as I was going down into the conference room. I was carrying you know, my folder and my laptop bag and all my bits and pieces for the training. And I had this elderly gentleman come in the lift and he sort of looked me up and down and he looked a little bit sorry for me. And he said, oh, you poor love, are you off to work? And I smiled at him and I said, this is why I was born you know, it's, it's not work. This is my purpose. And it feels like now things are really busy, but this is the time in the world where what, what we're doing is really important. It's really needed, you know? And so it's not, not really time to, to stop, but, um, definitely giving myself time to rest. And I feel like those two weeks in Perth was almost like, you know, a bit of time on the bench to, to gear up and boost my energy and um, and I'm tapping into that full cup that I was able to boost over that two weeks on my own. It was just just perfect and I'm still calling on that and um, and I've got you know so much more in the in the tank because of that. So it's wonderful. So I you know I hope that 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 connected and resonated. If you've been to Uluru, you'd know what I'm talking about. If you haven't been to Uluru, you know now is actually a really great time to go if you've been thinking about it because they do rely on international tourism for 60% of their tourists and that's completely gone now. So, you know, supporting Australian tourism is really important and, um, and it's a beautiful time obviously, because it is a lot quieter. Just bring your, buy, make sure you buy a fly net. That's my tip at the moment if you do go sometime soon. So 
my mother and I on the final night we had dinner together and we both agreed that, you know, it felt like almost like the first time I'd actually even been to Australia. And I think metaphorically living on the coast is like living on the edges. And I think it's sort of a metaphor for going deeper into the centre and into the heart of life, Um, not just living life on the edges and on the, you know, outskirts where everyone else is, but going into the centre and into the heart is truly special. So thank you for listening. I hope that was um, inspiring and insightful in whatever way matters for you and has, has called you in whatever is important for you in your journey at this point. So sending you big love, lots of love, and would encourage you to do some journaling and reflection on where where in your life you know you want to tap more into trust or surrender and letting go or love and which one needs more of your you know, more of your focus. So sending you lots of love and respect for wherever you are on your journey. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. And I look forward to speaking with you soon. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.